This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Welcome back to The Alter Tapes, part of the Anatomy of a Scream pod squad. This week, I'm your co-host, Adrian Ray, and I am joined by my amazing co-host. So please go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, y'all. Hi. I like working with Adrian because we have fun and we always pick a bop. When the two of us are together, it's never been a bad time. I've yet to see us watch a bad movie. We just would never. Exactly. We always like to keep things interesting here on the podcast. Uh, Shrey is one of my favorite people to record with also because this week we are tackling a Spanish short horror film. And, you know, we were just talking before we hit record about how like we like to bring the culture, the flavor over to the podcast because, you know, we've done non-English shorts before together. So we decided to do another one, especially since it's a new year. Yes, we need to broaden our horizons in a new year and do better because like... We're tired, y'all. We can't keep doing the same five shorts, the same five movies, the same five <laughs> story arcs, and the same five characters. Like, carbon copies out. Listen. Oh, my gosh. That part. Especially with, like, like you said, kind of like the same, like, plots almost. Like, you kind of, it, it's easy to fall into, like, a similar structure with a lot of horror movies. Um, so this one was nice because, I mean, it, the story, okay, well, hold on, y'all. Let me, let me, let me, let me bring in the actual short before we start dishing on it. Uh, so this week, again, we're talking about the Spanish horror short La Masia, which, of course, can be found on the Alter YouTube page. This one is directed by Victor Catala. And here is the synopsis. So Helga spends a few days with her grandparents, whom she hasn't seen for years. These two sinister older folk who live in a small cantaline farmhouse are lost in the middle of nowhere, and things do not seem to be so peaceful. So this one was kind of fun for me because I love being able to follow like kids in horror. I know sometimes people like aren't fans of kids in horror films, but if it's done well, I have like a good time with it. Cause it always gives me like goosebumps tease. It gives me, are you afraid of the dark tease? And as like a young horror fan, like it, wakens something up in my spirit so i was excited to follow a little kid in this i'm excited one. because helga is just really fucking cool like out of the gate she's like tiktok out horror movies in and i was <laughs> like yes because we don't typically see little girls personalities and when we do it's a problem because she doesn't want to play with her dolly and i'm just like nobody play with dollies get out of here and helga's like i i am me i know who i am and i'm <laughs> i'm that bitch and I lived. She was just like, this is trash. This is in. My mother's new boyfriend, garbage. <laughs> She's reading the girls for filth, like, straight out of the gate. And I love it. Like you said, when she was literally like, TikToks are not cool, but horror movies are cool. I was like, oh, my God. She just, like, gets me. Like, I have never resonated with a 12-year-old so, like, much before. But she was hilarious. And she has, like, I, I mean, what are they? Are they, like, clip-ins? Like, she has, like, sh- um like 
pops of color yeah. in her hair, <laughs> which She's I love. She's the kid who's cooler than the rest of us. And so when you get end up babysitting her, you're just like, I- I'm the authority, but also how do I get her to respect me? I want her to be my friend. I'd be like, how right. I grow up? She's definitely one of those she kids. Is. <laughs> she is. I'm just like, I want she to be is. working for her. Where can I, where can I apply? Like, <laughs> what is she hiring for? <laughs> She's one of those kids where, like, I would be afraid that she would bully me. Like, I know, like, if I said anything, I would be the most uncool person in the entire world. And as I get older, like, it's so crazy, like, as we age. Like, I never thought I would be, like, uncool. (laughs) Because this little girl was literally, like, my attitude as a young teenager. Like, this is exactly how I thought. I was like, oh, my God, I hate my space. It's so just lame. I love horror movies. You know, I thought it was so cool. So now I definitely feel like if I were to have a conversation with Helga, like she would definitely think I'm like the lamest, most like boring person in the world. I'd be like, yeah, I'm a podcaster. And she'd be like, oh, lame. She'd be like, oh, you go to sleep at 8 p.m.? <laughs> Are you dead? <laughs> so, oh, for free time, you go out to do karaoke. Oh, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to you know. You have a tea collection? How old are you? Look. <laughs> She, it's definitely who she is but honestly like i vibe with it and i would love to listen to her horror movie podcast because you know she has the best opinions um and she's serving i love it but so we are in spain i my knowledge of spain is limited to the cheetah girls too um <laughs> so, you know so coming out to spain is always interesting to me and I, I guess also uh drag race espana i also watch yeah. that so i'm not really like too keen and like up to date with the culture but as me- like as uh you know being a mexican i i can see some similarities like when i started watching uh drag race espana like the cultural uh like similarities to my culture growing up were they were there but it's still a different country so my knowledge is like very based so in this movie they're talking about you know the civil war and the you know cultural and like political divides within the country and that's kind of like the basis of this plot essentially so it was nice kind of going through it because for me again i don't have the knowledge of like the country's history um that's just not who i am you know i'm not that girly i don't have the research but like going through the story it was all like new information to me so like every time we learned something new or like got some more information i was like okay okay so i definitely see that there's like like the divide still within the country like there's obviously some distrust amongst uh, even the grandparents like there's something a little bit off between them two and their like connection also i i love that this is teaching us a little bit about politics because most of us aren't like what does spain think and how does spain handle communism that's just not what we're doing we're not doing big (laughs) ideas like um, but i love how this movie does that but it also just sort of like plays with the fact that we're all afraid of our grandparents when we're kids and it's in part because we're learning about death one way or the other, and we know that they are closer to it than we are. <laughs> so we're looking at our mortality in the face while they're giving us worthers. <laughs> You're just like, and soup. Like, Lots of soup. Right? It's like, thank you for the soup and the candy, Grandma, but also the Grim Reaper's in his home, and I don't want to be here. <laughs> like, the energy's a little off. I should have went to my grandma's house with like a whole bunch of crystals on me. I wish I would have known about those sooner, you know? Because, yeah, the energy's a little... It's always a little spooky. Like, 100%. <laughs> at their own they're on their own level which is why this grandfather was being sus i didn't i knew it was the grandmother that was the problem because that's just the way things go but i was like you ain't you're not helping your case grandpa which is why when she was like i don't trust that man like because you're helga and i'm on your side but also read the room read the room please (laughs) 
Yes. But also, like, he has, like, this demeanor to him where, to me, he just reminded me of my grandfather. So, like, he is always going to be, like, the authoritarian in, like, well, these men in these relationships, at least, again, in, like, Mexican culture. These older men are just, like, so brash. They're so, you know mean they have that machismo that toxic masculinity just oozes out of them so for me i was like okay i had a feeling it was the grandma like the entire time that i was sus of because i mean we're getting a lot of shots back and forth of you know helga staring at both of them and she's like they're both weird like who do i really lean towards but her grandmother of course is in a wheelchair she has lost an arm is what we're told so she's not able to <laughs> and some toes and she can't speak also so we're like okay so she's just here she is sitting on her wheelchair she's only able to start communicating with helga through an alphabet soup uh which i loved that that was like the first instance of communication between the two was like through alphabet soup because that just is so funny to me i loved that and i was giggling but also i was like if this woman could spell you a whole letter with her soup i feel like we can't trust her because she got that soup together real fast every time she was like shaking dice with that soup just like <laughs> Um, your grandpa's a lie. Ha ha ha. SOS. Oh, no, he's coming. Swirl. And I'm like, she's she's in there. And I don't <laughs> I don't believe her story anymore. Me either. So when she started doing that, I was like, oh, this is so premeditated because like she is at the ready with like the spelling with this suit. Cause I mean, it's a pretty decently like lengthy short, I suppose. It's 15 minutes. So it's a little bit longer than mm-hmm. most of the shorts I probably honestly have talked about on here. Yeah. But at one point we get a moment where she's trying to spell with the soup and it's like a you know it's like building up a scare kind of like there's the music the tension the build up but in that moment i was like there's no way that this grandma is able to just whip out something so fast with alphabet soup like this she only i mean n- no offense and i'm not being ableist in any way but she has one arm she is shaking the entire time he's literally the grandpa's like just in the other room helga's yelling at her i was like there's no way that she's able to just like whip up some words really fast with this soup yeah, no, that's when I was like, it's really her. I don't know what's going on here. But we should have known because like up top, Helga's like, oh yeah, communist treasure. And we all know that back in the day, our grandmothers were like, I gotta hide this money from this man because I gotta leave this man. And how we, there's been so many movies. Um, there's been so many movies where a, a husband <laughs> or a grandfather's gone missing. <laughs> yeah. And mama lived her best life. And I think... <laughs> I think that this grandma was just like, oh, fuck, I, I, I overshot it. Also, people looking at me because I might have had communist ties. Right. I can't just be out here living. <laughs> she knows what she's doing. Yeah. So once we heard that, once Helga said that, you know, she, I mean, the story that her father, Helga's like um, OG father, <laughs> before her mom started going out and dating all these guys. Yeah, um, number one. <laughs> Yeah, right, yeah. Um, he apparently had told her the story that her grandmother had, you know, helped the communists and was able to receive money, some treasure in return for her help. So she believes, obviously, that her grandma is holding out some some big cheddar cheese, essentially, lots of money here. So there's obviously a divide. And so she, of course, leans towards her grandma because her grandmother is in the wheelchair. Her grandpa's a little sus. He's walking around. He only makes meatballs and alphabet soup for some reason. Old people. <laughs> Like, I would go crazy if that was what we had every day. And that soup just did look, it looked so bland. It did not look tasty. You got a spice. So I'm like, you're in Spain. I know you got spices. I know Hello. You got spices. It looked like oatmeal. I was like, it didn't even look like alphabet soup. It was so mushy. I was like, it sir. Like, it was like dishwater. 
<laughs> that is literally because it was so like white and foggy this soup it was so like just unappetizing and the meatballs were gross and they were small also like they weren't even like big hearty meatballs so i was just like sir I, you can keep it i did, i would rather starve i don't right? want this like had he made her a burger maybe he'll come and hurt him out and things would have a different way because <laughs> and then when we see the meat freezer like Grandpa, whip me up something else. You got thighs. You got breasts. Like, why are we just doing meatballs every day? Like, do listen, something different. Listen, you got a freezer full of goodies, and we eating sad things for who? Every day. Who's the meat for? Who are you expecting? I'm your granddaughter. I'm the guest. Right. Are you trying to keep my figure lean? Like, are we all just trying to stay skinny up in this place? Because, like, why are we eating the same thing every day? And it's only two meatballs also. Like, girl, give me at least three or four. Like, let's mix it up. Especially because, like, he's making meatballs. Like, that slab of ground shit on the counter, that's enough for at least 90 meatballs. Where's the rest of the meat going? (laughs) Yeah, so he's sus in general, and I'm just like, sir, you're a little bit weird. There's also a point, too, where she comes in, I think, from outside, um, and, like, she walks up to their bedroom, and she notices that there's a knife, like, on the bedside table, and her grandma has a huge cut on her face. And, like, she's like, oh, so is he, like, cutting her and taking her meat is he serving us her meat and i was like oh my god i was like if this turns into like another cannibal story (laughs) i was gonna scream i was like not this not me and sheree just always doing something with cannibalism in it but i mean it didn't really go that way but (laughs) we do we have a theme we love what we love you know do love that grandma was like i know how to get sympathy from people i'm gonna put myself in this wheelchair hide my arm and like let people assume i don't have toes i don't know where that story came from and that way nobody will ever be like you work for communists and we should talk about that because they're just like this poor woman leave her alone (laughs) (laughs) she has no arm no toes her husband just feeds her fucking wet ass soup and some basic ass meatballs she's in hell already just leave her alone who cares what she's done (laughs) You can't shake down an old lady like that. Like, come on now. <laughs> Leave her alone. And she's like, ha ha. And that's why when she, at the end, when she steps out of that wheelchair, I cackled. Because she put her I foot screamed. down. <laughs> it, was such a, it was such a boss bitch move to be like, ha ha, it was me all along. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, y'all. So this entire time we're being led to believe that her meat is being taken by the grandfather and, you know, redistributed to his granddaughter but that's not the case here uh he is just a regular old man but in the heat of the moment helga believes her grandmother and she her grandmother is sending out sos's and asking for help she asks for help first with the soup obviously she at one point what is this like white stuff that she throws down on the ground because they're outside and she just like fucking there's like a whole just like pounds of cocaine laid out to spell sos and i'm like what is all this white powder her baking soda to go outside and play with i don't understand i'm like canister yes like what is this like what is the purpose of like this like what's going on and they don't even have like their farm is desolate there's no animals like she's not feeding anybody there's no birds or chickens that she's throwing this at so what is this bucket of white powder like if it's a thickening agent it needs to be in the soup and so we (laughs) stop wasting it off right And he, and, and like, again, like, the, it leads to, like, how does she get this? The, the, the grandpa just handed it to her and said, okay, go sit outside with their bucket of fucking sugar and, and you know, hope that, I don't know, your day is great. Go sit I, outside with some sugar. Leave I need to know more about this marriage because, like, 
grandpa's just like, I'm gonna let people believe she ain't got a foot and an arm, but I'm not gonna say anything. But also, I, I, she's asking for help to escape me, and I, I know I have to see it or acknowledge it at some point. What is this you, marriage? The marriage is, it's like a lie. I feel like he doesn't even live in that house. Because, like, how does she have her whole entire arm and he doesn't know it the entire time? Because if she her. can't move, who's, I mean, she's supposed to be bathing somehow, right? I would assume. So, how does he not know that she has her entire arm on her body still? I was so yes. confused with that little twist, to be honest. I was like, sir, do you just like don't care? Like, what is happening? Y'all just have separate wings in your house, I guess, because he just doesn't know. He's so unaware. It's crazy. No wonder she wants him dead. <laughs> like, you don't even know I'm lying about my arm. Like, why do I want to be with you? He's in on it. They're gonna, they're gonna like unleash the treasure together and run off with the little girl or something. Right. And no, she stabs him um, with her wheelchair spoke. And I'm just like, that he's not, me. he's not getting some of this gold. Okay. <laughs> Gagged me. I thought we were gonna get like something supernatural too, like with the treasure. When she mentioned the treasure, I was like, oh, I bet there's gonna be like zombies that pop up. Like they're coming back, the communist zombies coming back for their treasure. Like I thought that's what we were gonna get. I didn't know it was gonna lead to a domestic dispute. So I kind of like that it went in that direction because I was fully anticipating them to be like, like you said, like a unit of some kind, like they were doing something together, something shady together. So I like that they were at odds, really. Yeah, because old people fight too. Like that's not a young person's game. Like, <laughs> our relationships are in danger, y'all. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was like, does somebody come out to like help him with her every once in a while or what is happening? Because again, like if he's not in on this gold and this communism, that probably means he was like, I can marry her, make her an honest woman. And she was like, mm -mm -mm. I have right. to wait 80 years because the long con, but I will be getting to my gold. <laughs> that, it, it's such a crazy like idea also that this woman was just sitting here and like doing absolutely nothing until her granddaughter showed up. Like she was just living this lie for I don't even know what reason. Like, if you really have this money or this treasure laying around or hidden somewhere uh, and you weren't telling your husband about it or whatever, and, like, you were going to kill him eventually, like, why not just do it then and get out of there? Why are you just it, here waiting? It makes me wonder about the laws in Spain. Because, like, is it still one of those places where, like, women are property, so anything you own goes to your husband when you get married? Mm -hmm. Or is it just her being like, mm, I needed a good life to hide behind somebody ask questions? Right. But or does she just love alphabet soup and meatballs so much that she was just like, this, I can get used to this for 50 years. I can do this. meatballs? I mean. <laughs> a small house out in uh, Catalina, you know, in the middle of nowhere, Spain. Yeah, this is the life I want to live. But like, I just wanted, she just wanted to traumatize her granddaughter. That's all it was. She's like, before I go out, I want to make sure that I traumatize this 12-year-old and make her stab her grandfather in the neck. Because, you know, that's just what I do. That's how I roll, quite literally, in her wheelchair. Like, Helga is still wearing her grandpa's blood. And this woman's like, guess what? It was not necessary. I can walk. <laughs> Which, also, when is she exercising? Because, like, I, grandpa can hear. So it's not like she can, like, run around the house behind him. <laughs> but the circulation's working because she definitely got out of that chair to be like, ha-ha, I am that bitch. <laughs> Girl, and, and she did it in front of, like, everybody. Like, emergency services were still there in front of the house just like loading up grandpa as he's gushing blood from his neck and grandma's over here getting up and two-stepping her way out of here i'm like in front of everybody grandma you're What's crazy the, she bowled 
me on. She's like, no man owns me. <laughs> she didn't even wait for the pulse to fully stop before she was like, baby, 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 I'm going to twirl out of Spain with my money, with no man. Ready? With a it's fucking a freezer full of meat. I'm living. <laughs> This is my fucking country now. She's living her best life. Listen. But I felt so bad for Helga, truly. Literally having stabbed her grandpa in the throat like that is crazy. When that happened, I was like, ah, because that splatter was amazing. That splatter was amazing. Yes, great blood splatter. Yes. I was like, we all should be wearing raincoats. Nobody warned me. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, to see Helga sitting there wearing her grandpa's blood, being like, they said I'm going to go to therapy for a while. I'm like, you will, baby. You will. Yeah. <laughs> that part killed me. The dialogue is kind of funny in this movie, too. But because, I mean, obviously, you know, for us, we're getting a lot, all the subtitles. But yeah, after she stabs him in the neck, she's like, yeah, they said that I'm going to have to be, you know, I'm going to go see a psychologist for quite some time. And I was like, yeah, honey, you surely will. You yeah. surely will be speaking to one for quite some time. Your entire life, probably. <laughs> I also love that nobody, like, gave her or the grandmother, like, a washcloth to be like, let's take this blood off your faces. There's right. like, mm. <laughs> they just did not care. They're just like, okay, we're gonna ship you to the mental hospital with blood, with your grandfather's blood all over you. Right. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna make sure that they see exactly what they're working with. <laughs> so no questions asked to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this one too, y'all. Trigger warning for like animal cruelty for like a split second. Like while in the very final dinner scene that we get in this short. They are randomly watching a pig get slaughtered on the TV for some, like, that's their entertainment while they're eating is watching a pig get slaughtered. So there is, like, some slight animal cruelty here because we do see the pig getting stabbed. Um, So, you know, warning for that if that makes you uneasy. But that's also, like, so random. I'm not watching a pig get slaughtered while I'm eating my dinner. I don't wonder how the sausage gets made. I just want to eat it. Like, I don't, I don't run up into Popeye's being like, show me where you get the chicken from. I'm just like, I need it spicy and I need three pieces. Right. You don't walk in there and be like, okay, I need, you know, the number one and also the sounds of the chicken screaming, belting out through the speakers too, please. Like, that's what and I want to do. Listen, it's like those places where you can pick out like your seafood before you eat it. And I'm like, that's too intimate. I don't want to look at the guy and be like, you and me in 30 minutes with some garlic butter. I, that's too much. Right, I, it's like a different form of cruelty. <laughs> These poor animals are like, is this a person coming to save me? It's like, ha I'm hungry, bitch. I just... <laughs> you go from thinking you're in the aquarium for one second to a fucking bowl the next, and you're like, well, this is just how it ends up, I guess. I would right? just, that would be such a sad life to live. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, like, literally, it's just so mean. I just, I don't want to lock eyes with it. I don't want to know its history. I just want it to be tasty on my plate. Um, and not think about those things. Right. Exactly. I just want it to be already like cooked, obviously. If I'm going to eat anybody's meat of any kind, <laughs> it needs to be prepared for me, you know, away from me. I just, I can't see like the preparation process. No. But yeah, so I, I enjoyed this little short. I, I do think I feel bad for Helga. I mean, it sucks oh, because yes. in these disputes, I'm, I'm always going to choose like the woman also. Like I'm going to choose the grandma. I'm going to choose my aunt. Like whoever it is, I'm always going to do that. But like, she like fully did not hesitate in stabbing her grandpa. And I was just like, that is crazy to me that you are like so swooped up in like like two SOS messages that you're willing to kill him. Like that's a little wild. Like, Helga. I mean, we're always saying yes, all men. And so we gotta just <laughs> we gotta start asking less questions and doing more stabbings and see how we 
<laughs> like you said, he was, you know, nearing the end of his tenure on this earth anyways, I'm sure. So she was just like, I'm going to speed up the process. I'm going to save my grandma in, the, uh, in this also. And it's just all going to be worth it in the end. Plus, for that cooking, he probably deserved it. I would have stabbed him over those meatballs. Like, Same. so <laughs> I'm like, you I want me to do have. what? You, <laughs> <laughs> you want me to eat what? For how many weeks? No, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do this. Not at all. Reasons he never shared because old people always have their reasons, and it's like that's not how that works because we don't have science. <laughs> but thank you for thinking to do that. But can we have a real conversation? Because old people just be doing shit, and they're just like, listen to me, don't ask questions. Right, <laughs> right. And he, you know what? Overall, I really enjoyed this thing. I thought it was great. But I do. This is one of the ones that I would have. I would have loved this one to be like a full length film because I would have loved more tension. I would have loved more drama. I would have loved Grandma sending out more SOS messages. So this is one of the shorts that I would love to see, like in like a full length film, because there's so much that you could do with like this premise and like the domestic dispute. Honestly, if it turned into Mr. And Mrs. Smith at the end and the grandparents just start fucking wailing on each other, like Grandma rises out of the wheelchair and just starts fucking bicycle kicking him, I would have lived for that. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> this plot could go in so many different ways, and I am all for it. I want the battle of the elders for sure. I would have loved the Street Fighter moment where it's just Same like, <laughs> let's get up and let's go. <laughs> and Helga's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. If they just started throwing like plates at each other at the you know dining table and they started fucking flipping shit and kicking and grandma's like whipping out a fucking she has the Glock strapped to her thigh and she just whips it out. I would have loved that. I would have loved some serious like action in this thing. But also I would have loved, you know, supernatural elements. I just love this plot. I love like yes. this whole premise of the this, uh, you know, one of the <laughs> one of them holding a treasure out from the other and them maybe secretly hating each other. Um it's great. I loved it so much and uh, yeah, I would have loved more here but this short was great and it was sweet and it's a little a little taste of spain i suppose i i would definitely give it like four bowls of questionable soup i would out of five i'd be like <laughs> i'm gonna spell four out in each bowl too because <laughs> okay work like work <laughs> me too i'm definitely gonna give it a four also very solid you know just uh it's one bowl of questionable soup away just because the ending was i mean i love a good campy ending but the ending was a little silly with her just rising up out of the chair or, you know throwing up you know the nazi uh yeah. sign and just like walking away i'm like oh okay that was I, when I was like no more yes queen no more yes queen. we gotta unpack that arm um we gotta unpack that arm. right oh so i'm like oh, oh, oh so we gotta we gotta get rid of that arm then now okay grandma i was on your side Right? You can kill your husband. You can lie to your grandchild. But when you throw up the Nazi arm, that's when I have to, like, leave. <laughs> I, right. can't, I can't defend that. But uh, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I was on your side until then, Grandma. I really was. You had me until the end. Listen, right until the end. And then I'm like, ugh, we should do something <laughs> about her. <laughs> Maybe he had the right idea, just, you know, keeping her locked inside this house. He was trying to save the world, honestly. Listen. He was a low-key hero, and I hate that because I don't like supporting men. But here we are. <laughs> right. He's a war hero, and now he's he out. And he got taken out by a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, either way, I think it's really great. Um, uh, if you haven't seen it, obviously, go, go go check it out. It's only 15 minutes. It's really fun. Uh, the music and, like, score in this one is also, like, really really fun like it's really over the top the entire time which just adds like the goosebumps and the, are you afraid of the dark of it all so definitely check it out 
Yeah, no. This was my favorite way to start off a new season of Alter Tapes because by the time you listen to this, other episodes will have happened. But this is my first one back this year. So <laughs> it's new to me. Happy New Year. I don't care what month it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. If this is, you know, April that this comes out, February, March, whenever, it is still a new year. It's still our first recording of the new year. So everybody, ha- hopefully, your year's going well <laughs> and hopefully it continues to go well. And yeah, I hope you guys go check this movie out because it's well worth your time. Yes. By far one of my favorites. And she's like newer to the channel at the time of recording this. So she's not as buried yet. So that's the best time to find her, save her, and watch her. Yes. But where can the good people find you outside of Alter Tapes, Adrian? Yes, I am on everything really. I mean, I guess not everything, but like Twitter, Instagram, all that at, um, at Adrian Ray with two E's or X, sorry. But yes, that's right. It will always be Twitter to me. But yeah, and where can everybody find you? You can find me at Miss Sheree on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find my podcast, Blurdy Massacre, at Blurdy Massacre on Twitter and Instagram. And my other podcast, A Nightmare on Fear Street, <laughs> Nightmare Fierce on Twitter, and our full legal name on Instagram, because Instagram is that bitch. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Scream Pod Squad.